Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are too wild and crazy Oh, hey. How's everybody doing? There we go. Hey. Just have to turn the mic on, Justin. What do you have to say for yourself? Yeah. What the hell? Turned on the wrong mic. It's all good. Yeah, it's no big deal. Happy Wednesday to you. It's Wacky Wednesday. It was on purpose. This is Kentucky (laughs) Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, and that was Justin Kalen who... Didn't turn the mic on. Rainy, kind of ugly morning. Hmm. Go on, lay back in bed for a little bit. Don't get up if you're listening to the show live. I guess it's just going to rain every day from here on out. Well, this is, this like, I don't know. I, I feel like Kentucky weather has changed in the last 10 to 15 years. This used to be, like, in April, where it just rain every day. Like, yeah. maybe just for a little bit, sometimes all day, some days just uh, for, like, 20 minutes. It'd be a random shower. It was like sunny the other day and it was raining. But this this is like spring in Kentucky, but now it's actually like late spring, early summer. But yeah, I don't know. What the hell? What gives? What gives? Nor- I mean, I guess it's- normally July and August aren't as wet, but it used to be like June, July, and August weren't wet. Those would be the dry months. So would you um, would you rather be miserably hot or just like uh, it's just raining all the time? Hmm. Hot. I'd add this. I'd rather I'd rather it be cooled off because of the rain. Yeah, I wish there even, was even even though a it feels bit so more of a like humid and gross afterwards. It really does. I tweeted it, but it just feels like we're living that study that came out where it was like thirty or forty percent of adults believe there's dinosaurs off on an island somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like I think this may be the island. Yeah, I don't. And the cicadas are the dinosaurs. Makes sense. But this weather, this weather is disgusting. You feel like mosquitoes probably well, are just loving it. Because you would think that... Living it, it, living it up. The reason why you're right, Terry, that this doesn't feel like summer nasty weather is because it's just constant. You might get a slight break for, I don't know, 30 minutes or so. Maybe you can take the dog for a walk or something like that. But it's just a steady, either slight mist all the way up to drizzle. Just storm and get it over with. Like, come on. It doesn't really bother me all that much, but it's good for the yards, I suppose. It's not good for my golf. Just game. don't do it on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Just my, my get, get it out of the way during the week. Like get it out of the way. Inside either. Feel He'd like much rather be playing outside. Feel like it's been the inverse where our weeks have been pretty nice, and then the weekends have been rainy. Now it's been a rainy week. Friday looking like it could rain, but that's the thing. If it rains for a little bit, big whoop. If it's a light misting, big deal. We yeah, just don't I want it to be an all-day sort of deal. The course will be soaked. That's fine. That's why we got Big Rip Roush. <laughs> Softer greens. Oh, guys. I got I got my hopes up yesterday. This seems exciting. What's up? UPS man comes to the door, scares the wife because she just sees him out of the corner of the eye. We've just got the screen door there. It's like, oh, wow. It's like, UPS guy? Oh, my gosh. Are the golf clubs here? Wow. Ah, golf club was there. My wedge. 
and that was that. You're getting your golf clubs delivered one at a time? <laughs> well, they couldn't. I, I wanted to get an approach wedge as well, and that, like, for whatever reason, his computer wouldn't let him do an eight-club set. So that one was ordered separately. Gotcha. So it just came before the the others. I was going to say that'd be like a bad Saw sequel. You get one golf club at a time. (laughs) Each one with a written mission on it. Did you watch the the Saw with Chris Rock? No. I I think one Saw was enough for me. And I'm a horror movie fan. I was about to say, you're a big horror guy. It's not even like it, it, it was too scary or anything. It's just, I think that's kind of cheap horror. Like, I feel like with a... I don't know what the budget is, but like a $20 million budget, you and I could make a movie similar to Saul. Like, I don't think it's creative to tell, like, to have people have to torture themselves. Yeah. Now, some would be like, no, it's super creative because there's games and they mess with your mind and stuff like that. Yeah, but like, that's not. Your scares are basically people showing your viewers bone. Like, people having right, to saw right. through bone. There's not like, like oh, no, that's. Ah, watch out for the ghost. The the thrill aspect, the suspense, isn't quite as much. It's more of just like a, oh. Yeah. You try to shock value a little bit. Yeah. And, like, I think movies and horror films that go way over the top with gore, like, you may only get one scene you can do that, but if you do it multiple times, it loses its, like, shock value. And then you're almost just like, I don't know. I'm just not in. I'm not into, not into like, total gore. So it's not fun for me. Uh, so the Saw movies, no. Maybe I should just someday watch them just because, you know, they are technically horror movies. I should watch them, but no, I think I've only seen a couple of I them. I remember... How many are there? Oh, there are way too many. It's like any horror movie franchise. They get to like 17 eventually. Yeah. They just run out of ideas. I remember liking the second one because it, was, uh, it wasn't just sitting in one room the entire time. They brought in like a bunch of people and they're like, well, why did he bring you here? And there was a, there was a good amount of twists and turns. Yeah. But then it just is like they up the ante just by going more into the. the See, that's what I thought. Like the best part, and I have seen a couple of them. Maybe I don't even know how many there are. But how many you think there are? Six, nine, nine, nine Saul movies. That's unbelievable. And like at that point, then shame. That's not even like I get it. Some people could be like TJ. If you're a horror fan, you should like all different types of genres of horrors, even like mental and physical torture types, which. That's baloney, but that's just that's a chore to keep up with. I don't mm-hmm. have time to watch nine movies, even if I'm a huge fan of it. Man, uh, baloney right now. Duke's favorite word. Thinks it's hilarious. He tries to say it, and he just goes, whoa, 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 and then just starts giggling because, like, the L sound is new to him. That's a good time. It's very cute. Yeah. Very, very cute. Where'd that come from? You said baloney. Oh. So now I'm just, like, going... Baloney? <laughs> what else does he say? It's it's usually just ball. Uh, and uh, maybe the cow mooing some. He'll do mm-hmm. a little moo here and there. <laughs> but baloney is, is he was trying to say it the other day, and he just could not stop laughing because it was so hilarious. Baloney, though, objectively, hilarious word. I mean, B-O-L-O-G-N-A. How do you get baloney out of that? Come on. It's bologna. Oscar Mayer has a way. Not a big bologna guy. Ugh. Fried bologna, though. Very good. Some fried onions. Who? Fried onions or fried bolognese? Both. Put it together on the sandwich. We've got sports to talk about today. Sports! 
Justin's riding high in here after the Jazz win. I wasn't going to say anything. I'm not worried. That made me more confident in my bet. Not worried. Clippers are going to win that series. Maybe, maybe seven, maybe six. If the Clippers continue to play DeMarcus Cousins and let him pick up three fouls in about two and a half minutes, DeMarcus Cousins I like my odds. Clippers? It's good to get some get some fouls. You got to have somebody out there. I didn't know. I didn't watch any of the game. <laughs> I didn't either. I actually watched until the end of the third quarter. It was a pretty good game. DeMarcus Cousins, he came in in the first half, played really well. I actually asked my roommate, I was like, why does DeMarcus Cousins not play more? I mean, you've got DeMarcus Cousins and you've got Zubak as their starting or as their centers. Who are you playing there? I'm playing DeMarcus Cousins all day, every day. But he doesn't get the start. But he did come in in relief last night. He put up some points, got a couple boards. But then he picked up three fouls and, like I said, probably four minutes. Mm. Cried about every call. Not good. Well, that's just kind of what he does when it comes to foul calls. That's true. Yeah, Nothing wrong with that. He's and always been that secondly, way. Secondly, uh, yeah, he, he not very quick and he's a big guy. So if he gets his body into somebody, he can't really get out of the way fast enough. So I could totally see that. I wonder if they're just going – Trying to put him in there to put some muscle hey, he on, did. On, on Rudy G. He did shove Donnie to the ground at one point. Yeah! Suck it, Donnie! <laughs> Woo! I, I really want to watch this series because Rondo as well, you know, he's always fun to watch in the playoffs. Like, then you're just sacrificing but seven I, I, hours I, of sleep a week. My little text thread with all the U of L Donovan Mitchell butt slappers, it was going into the wee hours of 1255. I was like, how can you do that and then go to work? It was late. Hey, I, I didn't get in bed till almost midnight. And then. You know, if it was like one turn, you know, when we stayed up for that stupid UK-Utah game, whatever, it yeah. was one night. But, like, you're going to have multiple nights of this series where it's going to be late. You're going to just – and you're going to have to stay up on all of them. I was thinking, as UK fans, without – you know, we're college first, obviously, this entire state is. We don't really get to ever really benefit from a series. I think that would be a lot of fun. Like, if you were a diehard NBA fan, and even, you know, NFL is probably second for all three of us, maybe. Yeah, that's, you're new to it, but NFL, NFL, you don't have series either. But, like, having a two-month-long, month-long playoff of series where, like, you get to text the the fellas three nights a week and be like, so what are we doing tonight for the game? Oh, okay, we got great. game four. And then, like, the game sevens you could really go all out for. And <sighs> I mean, that'd be a, a lot of fun, but in Kentucky we get – you, I mean, no series in soccer either. So, yeah, we don't. We just don't get it. Just get horse racing. And like I, you know, I really do enjoy Boston baseball, and especially when it gets to the fall and the games start to mean a little bit more. And those series are fun, but they're the you know I just watch them by myself. There's not like a big. I don't have a big group of Red Sox fans where we'll all get together and do that. So it's not even relatively the same. So people that live in pro towns and have series, uh, be fun to get together and do that stuff for those. But not fun staying up till one in the morning. No. For West Coast games when you're living in the East Coast. But uh, then we had the 76ers. Everybody making a big deal about Ben Simmons being put on Trey Young. They think they've found the secret sauce, and Philly um, rolls to a so, win, one one so, in that series. All right, Philly, get to. Why would you never? Well, Oh, now you put Ben Simmons on Trey Young? Where the hell was that first game? Like, I mean, he TJ, had to play a few series on him, I right? Know, but, like, I mean, I'm shocked that that is some sort of, like, basketball revelation. 
Oh, you mean putting large man who's very good athlete on tiny man is good? No freaking bleep. Like, God, sometimes the NBA, just so stupid. Let me guess, the score was 140 to 126. That's actually not that far off, I don't think. Just try. Let me yell at Cloud real quickly. Get off my lawn. I feel like there's been more blowouts this play. These play. Yeah, there's not very many close games. Well, and that Jazz one was, and they you they had, get uh, they get they get Harry. Yeah, late the Clippers more have a shot to tie. Jazz were just kind of cruising there with like five minutes, four minutes to go, and the Clippers kept chipping away and ended up getting a, a shot. It was blocked, but a, a chance to tie it, force overtime. But again, not staying up that late for it. But yeah, it hasn't been as many. It seems like more blowouts. Well, not, that was so Jazz. Or Jazz trying to hold on. That was the exact opposite of the first half. Clippers were actually up pretty good in well, that first tied, half. It was tied at halftime. Yeah. Wasn't it? Well, the Jazz had a furious comeback in the second quarter to come back. I, I think it was tied. Yeah. I but, went to sleep and people were complaining about the Jazz missing so many threes. They were taking a lot of threes. There's just a lot of prisoners of the moment on NBA Twitter, and frankly, it's exhausting. What do you mean by that? They're just so dramatic, uh, and like I enjoy a lot of those. NBA personalities, but it's like, dude, they, they're gonna, it's gonna, they're gonna come back. It's gonna be a close game in the fourth quarter. But then again, you've, we've had a lot of blowouts. Yeah, for, well, give it at the <laughs> like the nine to eight minute mark. It'll be that's when the game gets swung, right? Like it'll be pretty close, and then one. That's how your blowouts work in the NBA. So just, I don't know. Clippers were actually up thirteen at half. It was tied at the end of the third. Which is, unfortunately, oh. when I went to bed, the hardest part of the game to go to bed, but I just had to do it. So you mean to say the fourth quarter started and it was a tie ball game? Correct. And it was, it, oh, hmm. Funny how that works. Wish I would have stayed up to 1230 to watch it, the 10 minutes that mattered. I'm just being a little grumpy because I'm, I'm tired. I, I'll, I'll hand up being Mr. Grumpy Pants. What's up with the Tyler Hero jersey today? I, just the damn rain. I got to just something. Change it up. I don't get Add it. Add a little... I don't br- get it. Like, I don't know. I just... Everything feels gloomy. So it's I'm a Miami... put on a very bright shirt to, like, brighten the day. Tyler Hero, Miami jersey. It rains in Miami every day. So Nick thinks he's in Miami. What good, feel good, play good. I don't know. Tyler Hero, expecting father. Oh, good for him. Good for him, but also... The one Tyler, in- what are you doing? Yeah. Is it the one Instagram chick? I think so, but I don't know. Don't... Uh, and, you know... That he was... Uh, I don't keep up with the Hollywood gossip. Oh, yeah. I just uh, know that that was a big uh, – she she was quite popular last year when they were making their run. Just because, what, she was good looking? Yeah, and I think she was in the bubble. People were like, oh, there's oh. his uh, Instagram model girlfriend Penetrated is the in bubble, the huh? uh, bubble. Yeah. Interesting. Didn't, mm-hmm. know, didn't know that. But can you imagine being – is he even 21? Didn't he just turn 21? I mean, he probably just turned 20. And I know that there are – millions of people that have kids before 21 a lot of kids turn out just to be the best but to have all that money like enjoy some of your money i mean he still will he's got enough of it now you can enjoy it with a family but we're a kid i don't know yeah. maybe it won't be who knows i don't know what their situation is all yeah. i know is it, it here's the thing tower hero doesn't strike me as the, the big kid type but i bet lynn bowden wouldn't strike you as that to many outsiders but he's the big like i mean he just dads around all the time yeah so and that's, he, it, it, it could, it could be great fine. for him but I just, if i was tower hero in miami just judging off that rookie year where he was just wearing goofy stuff and like 
posing in front of graffiti everywhere. He looked like a man about the town. Looked like he was enjoying himself. Yeah, and, and this is like whatever. Uh, obviously, we're not that dumb to know he can do whatever makes him happy, and it's none of our business. Yeah. But I think like he could have an experience as in his twenties one way, and he has now chosen a completely different path. But that's also anybody that has a kid talks about how rewarding and great it is. Yeah, maybe you'll change your tune here in a couple months. Yes, but I'm old and thirty and not rich. Washed out, just <laughs> yeah, washed. Yeah, I don't have uh, I don't have as much per se, but equally sweet and silky smooth jumper. That's for sure. Yeah. You'll find that out if you ever want to get handed the business in a game of one on one. Well, I think Travis Graff and Big Blue Drew are scared. So. Oh yeah, they 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 talk and they have their cute little threads talking basketball all the time. I'd say let's take them two on two, but I don't even know how good you are. I don't know if you'd be a worthy <laughs> teammate. It's also I've gotten to the point too. It's like man, doing the year without the old man league, like itching. Whatever, well itching, but also whatever progress I made, like getting back to it, just completely gone. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I had a buddy that I like asked if he wanted to I was getting lunch with another friend and asked if he wanted to tag along and he was like, No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go play basketball at lunch. I was like, what? is this a normal thing? And if so, why where is my yeah. life in? Jeez. I, I just people. They just just can't I can't find a gym. Be, they must be too intimidated. And then, you know, I guess if I got desperate enough I could go to a park, but that that wouldn't be that wouldn't be a good time. Too hot. Too hot. People probably significantly better shape. Park basketball runs. Double, they're, they're pretty du- intense. Double rims. Double rims. Those aren't going to do many favors either. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Absolutely right. Oh, another random note while we're kind of – is there any U.K. news? Lots of recruiting news. I'm frankly kind of exhausted from it. But <laughs> – What a sell. No, Stay like, tuned. Like, it's in a good way. It's just there's so much. It's like, ah, boom, bah, bing, bing, pew, 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 pew. So yeah, I've got I got tons of it. I kind of like. But we should probably Nick. do it. Yeah, and but that's what it is. Is I'm just like my wheels are spinning later than normal this week because there's just a ton of recruiting stuff. So I can't imagine what the coaching staff's doing right now. All right, we'll we'll get to that soon. Yeah. Random, just off the wall note: people who, while we're kind of just all being grumpy and judging people and all that good stuff, yeah, it, it, people that have have really loud cars. Oh. Why? What are you doing? Like, you wouldn't go to a restaurant and just be like, ah! It's not really much different. Well, what if you were like, ah, need food! But I'd be like, you're, get him out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I would not want to be around you at all. So oh, it's not man. it's not really any different on the road. The encounters may be. So it'd be like probably going to Salsaritas and doing that, somewhere you can get in and out really quick because normally you're not behind a car for too terribly long. But I was behind one today on 71, and it was just like, this is horrible, really obnoxious. I would – okay. I don't even get what the appeal is. I get the appeal if it's a – you know, 1968 Chevy or something like, like, a, like a classic cult, uh, old car. Pretty cool. And when you turn it on, you just hear the... I think that's a little different, though. And then, like, People like, aren't going out of their way for that to be loud. That's just how that car sounds. Yes. It, but Talking I'm, like the muffler stuff. 
Oh, when, but a lot of that's just being like obviously lazy and you're just not going to go get your muffler fixed. That is really obnoxious. And that would drive me crazy. I don't if know because it all road. seems like it's the same type of car. It's See, like those little compact cars that tiny people watch like the first three Fast and the Furiouses when they were 18 and, and never grew the hell up. Put a giant spoiler on it. <laughs> Justin stickers. knows what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're Justin, talking about. Justin, you probably had one for a little while. <laughs> I did not, no. <laughs> <laughs> you were in East Pekin's like just throwing that into third. Nope. And then there's TikToks, like a trend on TikTok where people will be like, my neighbors called the cops to sit down the road when I start my car in the morning. And those are engines, at least. They're not mufflers that are being really annoying. But even those engines, are like they, they went out of their way to make them that loud or that obnoxious. It's like, cool. Nobody ever like hears a car and is like, oh, my gosh, I, I totally want to be around that person. Well, and especially so like if I'm at Colonial Gardens or if I'm you've, on. You've brought up Colonial Gardens two days in a row. I don't well, know if you did it on the air yesterday or not. But, I don't think I did on the air. Yeah, so. I think it was maybe just yeah, off yeah. the air. But that's like a spot where people with big cars like to rev their engines, you know? E- oh, look at me and my charger. Brrr. I mean, they'll do it there. You do it in different popular spots to try to just show off. It's like, guys, yeah, but, but we don't who, need showing, it. showing off for what? Nobody's going to be like. <laughs> and then everybody at the you restaurant stands up, it's, and they're like, yeah, <laughs> keep it going, baby. See, that's car guys, though. You ever you, fr- you, you friends with any car guys? Uh, my father-in-law is a car guy. Yeah, but I don't even think he likes just loud for loud sake. Yeah, but there's there's a certain like there is some 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 like some Ameri- there's you like know, some, you've got to yeah. just uh, give it a little bit of just to you know what what let it breathe a little. Yeah, uh, you, you, but the the, the also, loud the loud mufflers. Especially early in the morning. I got a neighbor, too, who loves to just go flying down the road. What time? In the middle. I mean, sometimes it can be three in the morning. Okay. I mean, like, because I'm pretty sure he works night shift. I so a, when he comes or goes, it's... There's a big truck in my apartment complex that he's got the... It's it's the loud, like, rumble, and he fires up his engine five o'clock every single morning. <laughs> Weekends, weekdays, five o'clock. And I swear the whole entire apartment complex can hear him. I mean, it is loud. Just obnoxious. It sounds good. I mean, if it, if he fires it up during the day, I'm like, hell yeah, it's a good sounding truck. But I don't want to hear it at five in the morning. I uh, also going to complain about a neighbor who just, they moved out. I'm pretty sure they were renting. Took all their stuff and then just left their dog. Like gorgeous, big old pit who kind of uh, territorial. They've left him out before. And when I'd go to like try to like let him in or something, he was like, no, you stay back, buddy. But luckily, uh, a few folks uh, came by, spotted him, and uh, played around with him a little bit. He was friendly enough, put him on a leash, and they, they took him home with him. So at least somebody was nice enough. Can you imagine just like, all right, we're just leaving the dog? How? Who, yeah. I mean, I, that, it, ooh. yeah, don't get it. Makes no sense. Yeah. That's kind of a crappy person. All right, we'll, we'll get it back into sports mode, but probably not. Uh, we've what got, really we, grinds my gears? We've got Roush's Juicy. Can't wait to talk about recruiting scoop. There is a lot of football stuff out there. really is. It's talking season. Right? Isn't that what we say? Sure. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Roll Big X Sports Radio. DJ Roll. Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen.
Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Called reading. Top to bottom, left to right. Group words together as a sentence. Take Tylenol for any headaches. Might offer any cramps. Shut up. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 961 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday morning. Appreciate you joining us. Text into the show, 502-414-1450. And buy the 2021 Big X Sports Radio golf card. You're going to want it before it runs out because you're going to get to play some beautiful courses for $25 a round. You ain't going to get a better price than that really playing nope. anywhere still some left when we play in the krc scramble we're going to be paying pretty much double that and we'll have a great time and it'll be fun but and the courses ain't going to be nearly as good as chariot run or the course will not be as good as chariot run old capital golf club elk run valley view christmas lake and santa claus indiana that's the thing that's great about it tj is you expect to pay twice that for just every mm-hmm. course these are some of the nicest in the area. You're getting half off. Yep. Great deal. Go to BigXSportsRadio.com or 812-725-1457 Father's Day. Just about two weeks away. A little over two weeks away. So you're going to want to get it so you can give it to them. Easy gift. Won't have to go shopping or gift figure that out. Gift he actually likes. Well, don't to like go to tar- browse Target. That's always a desperation move. I've yeah. been there. The real, like, well, I guess I'll get this junk. The most real desperation move is like a Rite Aid or a Walgreens, where it's just like, all right, I know I'm getting a card there, but like, what else can I? What else can I find? Okay, like maybe a piece of candy. Bourbon's a good like. It's no, kind of yeah. You, know, you can always do that. See the seasonal stuff. But come on, not as good as the game of golf. One of those little. I, I think at one point I got my mom like one of those little like plug-in fountains. That you can like find at like the Rite Aid. Oh, yeah, mm. they look really cool on the box, but they're a little underwhelming once you pop that bad boy open. Yeah, yeah. but that's all right. That's fine because the Big Exports Radio golf card it'll take care of all of it. Again, BigExportsRadio.com eight one two seven two five fourteen fifty seven. Roush, what is your football scoop? Dane Key's visiting this weekend. Say what? Yeah, officially visiting this weekend. I think he was initially supposed to go to Oregon. Changes plans, starting at Kentucky, then heading to Oregon, South Carolina. I think Mississippi State might be one of his final official visits. Um, that, that that could be done later. That's not scheduled as of right now. But nice to ha- – it'll be the third time he's been on campus in 10 days, I believe. And good that Kentucky will get kind of the first crack at it. they got to set a high bar. Um, I know, like it, I mean, he knows the place pretty well, but it'd be good to have them a second kind of wow, uh, if you will, at this official visit. Uh, I, even though it's, um, f- like, I, we're getting news of all these visits and I'm just not used to it. Normally this is happening all of the time, but it just hasn't. And so on, I'm like, man, this seems like it's moving fast, but I do think that he's ultimately going to wait until, he watches these teams play some. He, he wants to see these teams play 
in person before making a decision. So, so does he have can this will be his one and only official to UK, or can he do another one later on? This will be his one and only. Okay, because I wasn't sure with like you know now you can take multiple, you can kind of spread them out throughout. I think two years. Yeah, you just have to do it. But I like, wasn't sure if they were going to like throw in a free one with the pandemic or whatnot. I'm I'm surprised that they that they aren't given a free one, um, but. I, I believe when they do the, Cause it's just if you want to take a second official, it, like the clock resets at X date before your signing day or something like that. And I know he can go to UK for any game that he wants, but and he will. I'm sure he'll go to plenty of games this fall uh, for unofficial visits. But I don't know. It ultimately doesn't matter when a player is. Yeah, and it's it's. It's kind of nice that now is setting up to be a really big recruiting weekend. Uh, Tyrese Fairbury, uh, his his name is a little bit of a mouthful, but he's an edge guy who got a few predictions to Pitt last week after officially visiting there. He's from the DMV area. Brad White's really working on him. And he's like 6'5", 214. So one of those guys that has the skinny wide receiver look about him, the Josh Allen look early on, but is going to – you can add some weight. He can really be be yeah. a baller. He's going to be there this weekend. Emil Wagner, Ahmad's little brother, who's not so little, uh, an offensive tackle from uh, Dayton. He visited Ohio State last week. Now he'll be at Kentucky. Uh, he he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that's oh Ohio State's offered, so I've got to go there. Uh, but at I mean, like Stanford is one of his other options. Uh, bright kid, so. Can make some moves there if you're Kentucky, and that's just three of. Uh, there's I think eight or nine that are. So gonna I see be what there. they're doing. They just want to get the some of their star targets together. Mm-hmm. Like Grant, Grant, Grant little, Bingham uh, is going to be uh, one. They, they've got a couple commits. Grant Bingham being one of them to kind of hey guys, uh, this could be fun. Maybe help ring the other ones in, but should be should be a very big recruiting weekend. Uh, on Kentucky's campus. Yeah, my initial thought was like, why do the official? He was just here, you know, maybe want to use that official for in the fall, refresh his memory, let him see a big game atmosphere. But I'm sure he will make an unofficial visit, and I do understand what they're doing. Get all the big wigs together, let UK treat them to a good right, time. Right, right, And You wouldn't the, want to be the one to be like, we need a separate bill over here. <laughs> yeah, so they'll, they'll be enjoying that Jeff Ruby's dinner together. I'm sure that's a Saturday night special. Man, recruiting visits, great for Jeff Ruby's bottom line. Got to be, right? Just going to get tables of like 8 to 20 football players. Yeah. I mean, football players probably in some big Yeah, but they're not – but they're – at least you're saving money on the booze. That's true. Well, parents not. Do you think – like how many – what percentage of parents do you think have – there's that fine line mm-hmm. that ha- that crossed that line. Oh, if it was me, I'd be getting bombed. I mean, there's no <laughs> doubt, there's no doubt about it. That should, because, well, that, that, that should be a drop there. And I mean, I'm sure that like because you get some families who are probably you know I I wouldn't want to be the overly obnoxious guy who gets too much, but I'm still going to you know going to enjoy myself going to enjoy myself there's uh we haven't heard about jacques jones yet uh that that's currently happening right now i haven't seen any pictures you, or anything like that you but. know some staffs though it you you if you got bombed they may be like oh you know they may judge you 
I don't think this staff would. This, no, 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 no. no. You, you probably couldn't keep up with this staff. Yeah, but I mean, I think you'd. I think you'd need to read the room. I think like if you were with Dabo. God, Dabo. And you just got bombed. Yeah, I would think. I mean, I'm just. Uh, I feel like the coaching profession in general. You know, they, they get after it. They're a bunch of old, old jocks, you know. Have a good time. It's a recruiting visit, by God. And you also got to think too that there's probably some dynamics of, wait, is he? Wait, uh, I'm sure there's a, a certain amount of looking around, like, is it okay to order this? You know, oh, kind oh, of like. So th- actually, this is kind of funny. So the wife and I, we're the, we're getting we're getting work done on the basement. I was they were working only for like four hours yesterday. It's going to be really kind of random and sporadic when they're going to come and. Uh, makes for a real fun surprise for scheduling, but uh, <laughs> we don't do squat anyways. But anyways, they were working yesterday, so we were like, let's get out of the house and let's go grab a bite to eat. We went to the spot and just like sat next to this private room, and it was like a real estate management. Like they were realtors, mm-hmm. like actually, you know, not fake realtors like me, but <laughs> a- actual realtors. And there's probably about twenty of them. First off, I didn't see a smile the entire night. It looked oh, awful. Goodness, it looked awful. But I was watching, and this was like a sports bar. I was watching to see if anybody, you know, because they they weren't taking away the beer bottles. So I was seeing if any of them started to pile up or not. Mm-hmm. The most was three, and we were only there about an hour. But they were there before us. Clearly, they were all settled oh, in. Oh, you got to have more than three beers. Too. So, but I was, so but point. I was like, I bet that's probably a weird spot for a lot of people. Like, you don't want to be the one there that has like eight beer bottles and then the next closest <laughs> is two. Like, that's a dangerous game. But nobody looked like they were having fun anyways. I, I, some of those situations, you, you really got to feel it out, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. and But then there's other times where, like, uh, whenever we would do our big KSR dinners, the, w- one of Matt's friends, he would order two Woodford on the Rocks to start the – just like, I want two. They're like, wait – Two, yeah. Just give me two glasses. Woodford on the rocks is like, all right. Well, I guess like, I'm I'm green light. You know, like let's let's go. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I would imagine those would get pretty rowdy, but I think the atmosphere but, would be. But that is a good example of like, hey, all right. Well, uh, all clear here. But I've never. But sometimes it would be if you're the only one ordering a beer. It's like, oh, so we had so Cats Illustrated Christmas like lunches maybe we did a dinner once but you know it was only like five people mm-hmm. and uh i would have beer but i was like 22 23 it was expected oh, had, it was expected of me. right right of course yeah, had to felt the need to all right hey i got something else for you okay. I, we can keep talking recruiting yeah we, we can, can keep sprinkle talking it in whatever the whatever we want we got a text line as well 502-414-1450 you're listening to kentucky roll call here on big exports radio we go seven to nine monday through friday if you can't listen to the entire show please get us on podcasts and leave a review, leave a rating. If you wouldn't mind, we would appreciate it. I was reading some of the reviews the other day. Several one- or two-star reviews. What? <laughs> more, than I would, more than I would care for, uh, but, but a lot of really great ones, and uh, we appreciate it. But you know, some of them were kind of funny. Uh, maybe I'll pull some of those up. Anyway, so scrolling the old tweeter while you were going through the recruiting because I uh, couldn't pay attention. <laughs> Kidding. And Outkick 
which is Clay Travis's website, but they do have some funny content from time to time. Yeah, they got uh, recently bought by Fox, I believe. And uh, I, like Joe Kinsey, I think yeah, I think he's entertaining or good. Barton to- Simmons's wife works for them now. But they had an article, and they never really have anything with Kentucky unless something, you know, they're kind of like a viral, yeah. like a little, like a barstool model. Aggregation. Like more sports-driven yeah. than barstool, but mostly, yeah, I don't even know if that's necessarily true. But anywho, you yeah. get you get the idea. But they wrote something about Kentucky, and I was like, no, oh, they haven't. They don't write about Kentucky all that often. Mark Stoops' Kentucky Wildcats are on a roll. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, I love to all see right. that. And like, this is in SEC country, and all that stuff's really good. So that that's exciting for me. And so, anyways, you, so I retweeted it, but I, I read did started you click reading on it. it. Yeah, did you? No. Is uh, it does it say anything? So it's talking about how. Mark Stoops has done a good job, but there's been shakeups to his coaching staff, but he's done such a good job answering those shakeups. Kentucky's on a roll. Yeah. Like Mark Stoops gets it right. Woo! But the whole premise of the article was the shakeups were problem areas. Oh, and they're they're good shakeups. And you like they he addressed two areas of need. He does mention Schlarman passing away, but he says the offensive line and the defensive backs were weaknesses. Oh. I mean, like, like you buddy. lose every ounce of like this. the whole article was built on sand. Yeah. And when you say that their two best positions were their weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, many, two spots seen as problem areas for the Wildcats: offensive Kentucky line, and the, defensive backfield. Kentucky had the number one pass defense in the SEC last year, and the offensive line won best offensive line two years ago, <laughs> or three years. What was it? Two years ago? They were finalists. I don't know. No, they won that one year. No, they never won it. I thought they did. They, they won some award. They got like the top four. No, they. I know they were finalists. I think maybe either this most recent season. No, they never won it. I thought they won. They won something. Well, they won the KRC favorite offensive line award, if nothing else. So they can hang their hat on they that. They had one. a four-year uh, starter, basically. It's a, they had two four-year starters last year on the offensive line. So Anthony Ferris, uh, we like where your heart was at, Anthony. Keep the positivity on UK, but yeah, getting kind of crushed on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good try, good effort. Got to do your research. <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh. <laughs> you know the whole thing, like you... well, because what we're getting here is you're getting somebody like me trying to write about Arkansas football mm. instead of somebody like Luckett, who like Luckett last night. He, I mean, he's he's keeping up enough with Missouri in the transfer portal, and you know what? Poor old How's it going, Eli Luckett? Dorkowitz, not not great for his program. Even though last year went about as well as it could have gone. And they're kind of the the flavor of the month. They're they're the Vegas pick and the preseason magazine pick to be the team behind Florida and Georgia in the SEC East after going five and five last year. But yet, nineteen players are getting the hell out of there, saying so long, Dorkowitz, so long. Interesting. I didn't know. I didn't know that was going on at Mizzou. You, I mean. You, you typically get the the departures as the coach comes in and he kind of brings in his own guys. And also, Kentucky, they've probably had, you know, 10 or so. I mean, they've, they've had a good amount as well. But getting the 20 range when you also lost your top running back, your top tackler, 
top safety too, I believe. That, that's when it's like, who? Um, so hey, love to see it. Suck it, Drinkwitz. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, suck it. Beat Mizzou on September 11th. Beat Mizzou on September, September 11th. On 11th. <laughs> that had no potential. We need to get a flyover too for that game. I bet there will be. Do you have a particular preference when it comes to your military flyovers? It's a great question. Really, really good question. Yeah, because there's multiple options. Uh, you could do like a B-2 bomber, I, the stealth kind of fighter. You yeah. know what gets me most pumped? I'll, I'll, I'm not I'm not afraid to admit it. I like I like the helicopters. I was going to say. I like the, the Apaches. They're so badass. And it's a little slower. You can enjoy it more. And it's like really the stealth loud. Bo- the That's stealth where bomber, we get the loudness, you the, know, that comes uh, in. And uh, the I, stealth bomber. That thing is like just a, you know, it's a, 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 hmm. it's a Rick Patino burst of energy. <laughs> I just didn't know if I wanted to say it or not. Yeah, you, But you, it is. Like, it's it's after 15 seconds, the sound's gone, the plane's gone in one second. Yeah. Like, the whole the whole scene is basically gone. It's like, don't blink. But you get those helicopters, it's like a good minute of like, woo! And there's also part of you like, are they about to land right over here? They could. You know? I if mean, they, wanted they, to. they can do whatever the hell they want. Those things are awesome. Yeah. All um, right, cool. I thought yeah. I, may, I may get slammed for that. No, no. We're on the same page here. Stealth Bomber, probably second, though. Because that is just like... Before you even see that it's there, it's gone. It's like, oh man. And it's like, how it's, is it? Looks like a spaceship, you know. It, it, yeah, it may as well be. Yeah. Stealth's number one for me. What's your number two? Um, Just give me your top fifteen. Probably the what? What is it that flies the five? Is it the Blue Angels? Oh, Blue Angels are good. Oh yeah, they're really. Although good too. I don't think they often do like flyovers, but there's they do more shows because they're good acrobats. Yeah, like. You know, thunder and stuff like that, but there are similar, there are similar. Like that, ones I'm like thinking that. of like the five setup. They kind of mm-hmm. ride like the V, like the can geese, I, geese flying. Can I give Louisville credit for a second? No, it was really cool when the they would get the mascot to jump out of the plane and like deliver the the Not ball, the game ball. That was like, a thing. It's a yeah. bird. Yeah. That's awesome. So like he would like flap his wings when he was about to hit the hit the turf. That was pretty cool. Yeah, they they they. Not without some mishaps. They overshot it a couple times. I mean, I was at a few games where, like, they'd have multiple ones, mm-hmm. you know. Not not multiple mascots. There'd only be one mascot. But they'd have multiple parachutes. And uh, not all of them would always land. That I never – I still, to this day, don't – don't no, no, I disagree with you, Roush. No parachuting into the stadium. No, you don't like that? And, like, that'd be the worst thing in the world right before a football game to just see somebody die on the field. Yeah, but they're, they're – it's very rare. Yeah, but I, it's just not worth it. I, I would the thrill of it happening is not worth the risk of my Saturday being sadly ruined. I mean, how are they going to die? Because their their parachute doesn't. Yeah, come something open? happens. If their parachute doesn't come open, they're not landing in their intended landing no, spot. No, but they could have a mishap. It's going to be in the parking lot. Yeah, it could I, be like it, you know, I've been, there's been times where there's been gust of winds on the field, and it's like, oh great, they're going to land in the stands. I think that. <laughs> I mean, that's oh, wait, that was just the, the Chick-fil-A commercial where they're dropping the cows down. Oh, yeah. I think that's what you're getting confused with. That didn't happen in real life. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, it was like two weeks ago, there was a guy who broke the record for uh, jumping out of a plane without a parachute. And when Guy's I started, an idiot. When I started watching the video, so you saw the video, Justin? Yeah, he's a I thought idiot. that he was going to, like, hug another guy who had a parachute. No. <laughs> he just went all the way to the ground. Crazy. And they had a net, and he just had to hit the net. It was an enormous net, and he was coming in hot. So, 
he's just okay when he hits the net. He jumped at like what was it, seven thousand feet? Or I mean, it was wasn't that was that it? There was a guy a couple years ago that did twenty five thousand. I mean, it, he broke the record. What happens if once you what happens once you hit the net? It's so the net's like hundreds of feet yeah. off the ground. So when you hit the net, I mean, it goes far. You, down. It's like literally goes. It looks so like far a sock. Down, comes back up. Sock. Yeah, but it wouldn't hurt no. to hit the net. I would think that there might, might sting be a, a little bit. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah. Like, I feel like, what if you accidentally, like, went feet first? Can your, well, I don't know. I guess I need like, to watch Would your the, feet rip through to, it? Yeah, it, just it, need to watch the video. It was one of those things, though, Justin. I was just like, all right, so when's he going to... He had people there kind of guiding him to make sure he didn't get off course and they could, like, hold on. They they were kind of parachuting one at a time to keep up, but that was just... That's all, it's almost like the, uh, the guy who did the walk across the Grand Canyon, the... The flying what do what do they call those people the tra- the flying Mandela's one 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 gosh I forget that family name but whenever they he was doing the tightrope walk and you're kind of just like why am I watching this like I'm miserable you know mm-hmm. watching it like, that's kind of how I felt watching that one guy because it was just like well, that's kind of how I feel about go? the the parachute into the stadium sort of deal see those that's impressive that they can be able to do that but you can only. Tempt death so many times before <laughs> it eventually comes calling. Well, that's like Seriously. those, like, yeah. Are you talking about the rock climbing wall or the people that, what, what was that show or that documentary? Oh, uh, Up in the Air. Or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I never, I couldn't watch that one. They, and they, that was pretty wild. And they talked about it in the documentary. They were just like, yeah, my good friend died. Well, Linda's, like, you the do, flying Linda's. You, you do that enough. It's going to happen. And I think they all kind of like realize that. I guess you come to peace with it, maybe. But yeah, doesn't seem like it. Hey, but at the county fair though, or the state fair, when they have people doing that stuff, it's only you know thirty feet up or so. Then I'm like, oh, if they fall, you know, just ooh, the divers at Holiday World. That was always yeah, those are cool. Yeah, that pool's tiny. Super small. And then even just like climbing up there yeah. and oh. then having to like get on the platform, I'd be like. The platform is the size of oh, yeah. your feet. Yeah. And I've got, I've got decent sized feet. Like how are, how am I getting up there? No chance. That's, and then you just dive and hope that you don't, that you have the right amount of turn so you don't instantly break your neck. Yeah. I'm surprised we have never heard anything from Holiday World about they're that. Because they're that skilled. They I got mean, a that's lot just, of uh, practice. I'm convinced Oof. that like it's an illusion and that thing actually goes down about like 90 <laughs> feet and they're just safely diving yeah. into the water. Because well, otherwise, I, mean, I don't get what's going on. But that's why on. they have the glass there so to show proof. The depth was never an issue for me. I mean, I can dive from pretty far up and, and not hit the bottom, but. It's the size of the pool that that worries me. Yeah. Oh, because the target it's just is just so such a little, small, yeah. especially when you're way up there on the top rung. Oof. No thanks. This has been a wacky show. Insanely random Kentucky <laughs> roll call today, uh, and we got to that somehow by talking about the Outkick article. <laughs> it's Wednesday. Hey, you want a quick little piece of recruiting stuff while we're at it? Let's just go ahead and bring it up because yeah. we're about to go to a break. Uh, so. Here's something that's a little weird. Caden Mormon, he's a running back for Franklin County, didn't even have a recruiting profile a week or two ago. He got his first offer this week from Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Recruiting in Kentucky? A running back? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, hold up. We're, how, how? 
it's it's how did this happen? I'm very happy for the kid, but you're like, so is Wisconsin got a vendetta against Kentucky because Mark Stoops went and took John Settle from him as the running backs coach? Well, they just need to settle down. They need to settle down. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, you want to talk about a great first offer? He's going to be a junior next year. He got offered while unofficially visiting, and it goes without saying that since that offer was extended, uh, a lot of people are like, "Oh crap, what's going on here?" So uh, I know Cincinnati, Purdue, uh, Louisville—they've all expressed interest. Kentucky, I think. I think he's. I, I'm hopeful he's going to be at that camp Sunday. I'm not certain or not, but I could. I could see him getting an offer then. He he played well for Franklin County this year. Had thirteen touchdowns, six hundred yards, and eleven games, uh, and caught quite a few passes. So in the state championship game, he's one of these dudes. He's five eleven, bowling ball like two twenty or no six two two twenty, and but can also I mean he caught five passes, got out in space a little, move around. So uh, that's a guy to keep an eye on. I have a feeling he's going to be the next big kind of thing on the, in recruiting in the state of Kentucky. All right, something to keep an eye on. We're going to do the daily double here, and then we are talking college football playoffs when we return. I want to wait till hour two to get to it. We'll do that when we get back. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on the Big X. Fun first hour. We're going to have more fun this hour. A lot to get to. A lot to talk about. And, Roush, we need a fourth for our golf outing on Friday. We do. So how are we going to – how are we going to – what are we going to do? I don't know. Should a listener hop on board? I think I think so. Is it bad that we want it to be a good listener? I I told TJ on Friday, Nick, we should just ask everybody what their handicap is to take the take the lowest. <laughs> no, what we do is we tell people like to enter the contest. Although you know it only end up being like three or four people, but you enter the contest, you say your name and your handicap. We'll do a random drawing, but we just have to know the handicap for the score, and then we don't do it random at all. We just pick the best golfer. Wouldn't that be cool? We can do that. Good. I'm in. All right, so we're going to do a random drawing. What we need is your name and your <laughs> handicap. Oh, we were on air? Oh. <laughs> we could do it like the uh, golf scenario we discussed the other day. We could have the all the scramble teams scramble, and then the winning team can have a tournament between those four, and then the winner gets to be our teammate, and we'll have the actual scramble. Oh, get a good idea. Have a, have a prelim round. <laughs> that way the, the, they'll be all wore out. We'll be all fresh. Yeah. All right, so if you're golfing, we're actually going to need you to get there at 7. <laughs> also, you have to, like, we're going to be fresh after, like, like, I can be at a golf course for five hours. 
just watching without enjoying some beverages. Come on. No one said you had to be there. <sighs> hey, let's get a fourth. Text on in, 502-414-1450. And, uh, yeah, well, we we got to really do, we got to figure something out. Yeah. And so, we have a couple uh, spots still open, a couple singles. So if you want to hop on with some KRC listeners, try to get in with us. Either way, let's play some golf. Honestly, I wouldn't mind if we did, like, if, you know. If we just split up among the teams. If we split up, you know, obviously we've got, I think, two that are set group of friends, whatever. I know some people just don't care to hear about our goofy little golf scramble that we're going to do. But, yeah, I think the random team would be fun. Playing just a random golf scramble, you have to be somebody that, like, doesn't mind socializing or talking to other people. But you know it's going to probably be, I mean, 95% chance that it's going to be Cats fans. Mm -hmm. You've got, like, a basis to talk about. And then you just get to play golf and meet somebody new. Clown on us the whole round. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's going to be a lot of that. But, yeah, we could theoretically just split up and, you know, or get the get five random people in us and just do, like, a random draw for who's playing which with who. Could do that as well. Be really nice if the weather held out. Be really nice if that happened. Right? We are at the 40% range right now. So it'd be nice if that just went down to – Yeah, the temperature's getting warmer, but the rain chances are getting a little lower. It's probably going to be miserable, folks. And make sure you buy plenty of beers from the from from the clubhouse. Don't sneak them on. Yeah, because if you remember, they only sell sixteen ounce ones, so they'll know if you bring a twelve ounce. Just buy from the clubhouse. Yeah, they have tall boys there. Yes, exactly. And uh, so, if you want to play, if you <laughs> if you want to play with the KRC crew, or you just are single that think that you can get off on Friday and want to play. Don't care what group you're in, just uh, reach out to us. We're Either accepting way, all applicants. Going to be a good time. Also, it didn't. Um, uh, Use your words. Think. Didn't I think Levi is one of our golfers, and I think he just had a baby. We've got breaking news, by the way. Oh, breaking news! This was first reported by Jody Demling, <gasps> but now confirmed by Scott and his tots on the hyperbole. Uh huh. Which is ESPN. Yeah. Luke McCaffrey came in last week and decided this wasn't the place for him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my God. Losers. They are done. Nobody wants to be there. Oh. Uh, oh, yes. The U of L spin. Yes. The U of L spin is this must mean Malik Cunningham's made a big jump. Oh my God! What a disaster! Goodness gracious! This gives me so much joy. They were really, they were really excited about him. All of a sudden, Nick's not so grumpy anymore. No, not <laughs> at all. I mean, yes, it's Schadenfreude, and but my goodness, <sighs> Luke McCaffrey. He took one look around, and was like, "Oh, what am I getting myself into?" I mean, seriously, that's like why that's you. This is the equivalent of checking out the new house on your realtor app. Like, man, this is this is too good to be true. You show up, and uh, turns out it was too good to be true. Your landlord's a jerk, and there's mold hidden under there. Get out before you get the black lung. I don't think he was a top 100 transfer universally. Maybe there was some list that had him there. Mm-hmm. 
But what he was going to be a little running back for him, I think. I think he was going to be their kind of uh, running option. Okay. Like their little change of pace guy. Could do he he could do a few different things, but I thought he had committed being like I'm I'm fine being running back, but U of L said that U uh, of L still actively looking for safety, wide receiver, quarterback, and a running back. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> this comes from Spank and Taker himself. Oh man! One tweet. He wanted to come in and be a starting quarterback. We wish him the best. Well. I mean, has he watched Malik Cunningham? Doesn't he know that, one, he could probably beat him out, and two, he's going to get banged up? He's just going to? That's what happens? Roush is typing something. Oh, you man. You can probably hear it deep in your ears. Gosh. Also, what a little baby McCaffrey is, the fact that he's not going to get the starting job, so he's like, ah, I'm oh, out. Oh, your tweet. Oh, boy. <laughs> Go ahead and... Give oh, that bad, me a, bad boy retweet. Me a, okay, good. Yeah, he just took one look and got the hell out of town as quickly as possible. It's that's gonna, smart. That's gonna rile up. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> you know what? I think that's the first time I've ever uh, quote tweeted Spank and Taker too. I don't like to give him time of the day, but hey, he was breaking news right there over on the hyperbole. And Justin, here's the thing: that's just a really good excuse. <laughs> that's a really good excuse. Like, oh, he was he thought he was going to be the starter. And when he came in here and knew that he wasn't just going to be handed the job, you know, he was ready to go elsewhere. Fine. He can go elsewhere. That's a great spin by the coach. But that's not how things – I mean, it, he, 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 if you can't convince yourself that you can beat out don't call me Malik Cunningham, then you're not worth a damn anyway. Like, I don't – you can't convince me that this was a kid problem. That it was McCaffrey who was just like, "Oh, I'm not being handed the starting position, so I'm going to leave." Like, no, that's not. That was not. No way that was the case. He probably saw what a disaster it was and was like, "Man, I got this one-time transfer rule. I'm not going to waste it on these bums." I'm. I think. I mean, that's embarrassing. You're totally right. I love the troll job. Just going to be a real hoot to see how that all plays out. I, I think if I was a Uval fan, I'd be more concerned about him saying Uval still looking for a safety, wide receiver, quarterback, and maybe a running back <laughs> in middle of June. In June. Hey, what are we doing? <laughs> what a mess. We need 17 players by in, in one month. They're on campus today. Like this was when everybody, at least at UK, they reported to campus this week, and they're just like, "Yeah, well, half of our team reported campus. We still need eight more guys." Yeah, I just quote tweeted blank and I, I wanted to get oh, in on it. I don't know. Gracious. I didn't want you to have all the fun. This would be great all I did if we is could do just like said a, what Justin said and said it's almost the middle of June. <laughs> What if we had like an episode of Crossfire right now? Throw it back to the old. Uh, what what was that? Uh, Not familiar. It was the it's the goober that's on Fox now. It was him and which, like which a one? goober from MSNBC, the big one. Uh, a lot C- of goobers. Tucker. Oh, Tucker Carlson. It was Tucker Carlson versus a big liberal that, uh, and and so Crossfire, two different political takes. And so, what if it was us versus the hyperbole? Can you imagine taking him down? Pew, 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 pew. Gosh, that's not good. I mean, that's like, Nick, that's not even, it wouldn't even be fun at this point, you know? No, it'd be, it's just it'd be not, too you, easy. That, that's like, that's, that's UofL needing all those positions. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ooh, that's tough. Uh, all right, let's see. We've got other, 
Let's talk about this college football playoff briefly, and maybe Satterfield will just... Uh, we also are looking for multiple coaches, <laughs> quality control, somebody to help please recruit. We only got one of them, or what do they have, two two recruits, I think? A sweet P, a sweet P decommitted yet? Uh, he's joined the Chubba. <laughs> oh, my God. The thing, the thing that sucks about this, though, TJ, it's hilarious now, but... It also gets kind of boring after a while because most of those fans over there, they don't. They're just like, "Well, we're going to stink." They've given up. No, I don't think I, I disagree. I, I sense some optimism. You do? Yes. Oh, yes. That's they, what we need. You had the you had them debating if they were going to be a top twenty-five defense. I've listened to some of it. Oh, I, I was talking about like amongst rational friends that are Louisville fans, not you know butt slappers. And even then, there's know. some apprehension there. I, I don't know. I don't I don't get a read, but to to be fair, ding, 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 ding. I wish we had the dong. Oh. Hell. Oh. Where's the screwdriver? Screwdriver's long gone. Oh, no. Yeah, we had a screw in your microphone. <laughs> there's a screwdriver in here. Ah. A little Howard, what'd you do with the screwdriver? Damn it, Howard. But to be fair. To be fair. I don't think UofL fans really know what to expect. Like, I, I, I think that they can be optimistic that, like, hey, returning a quarterback's good. The defense did get better, and it did. And you're returning a couple pieces on the offensive line. But you can be optimistic with that, and you can stick your head in the sand if you want, but then you have to answer you're missing your most explosive offensive players. And you're not returning everybody back on what was an improved defense. You're, you're, you know, you're having to replace some there as well. So I, I could see some sense of optimism. It'd be a little stretched because you weren't really all that good even last year. So well, what, what jump are you taking forward? You just, I, I would worry about the playmakers. Yeah. And so here the, um, I was listening to the bear, uh, on a, on a podcast recently talk over unders and the guy he was on is AP writer, Ralph Russo. And they disagreed on Louisville. The Bear likes the under wins, which is at like six. I think theirs is at six and a half, too. At least that's what it, the number they had in that DraftKings Sportsbook. And the Bear kind of took our side of the argument where it's like, you know, they lost a lot of skill talent, a lot of playmakers, and, you know, that non-conference schedule is difficult. And, you know, how good are they? Like, you know, What's going on over there with all Scott Satterfield for it and a lot of coaches leaving? But Louisville fans can take the opinion of the other guy and say, hey, the close game argument I still wasn't buying, but there is something to be said about how much they turned the ball over last year. And turnover luck is a thing. Now, if Trevor Kelsey was here, he'd be like, well, if you're freaking Malik Cunningham, there's no such thing as turnover lock. You just turn it over every time you throw the football. Whoa, Trevor, what are you doing up so early, bud? Because that's 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 how you could argue. But, like, I'm sure there are Wolf fans saying, hey, you know, the, the ball's going to start bouncing our way eventually. But I'm not. That's not. Yeah, the turnover so thing can, for me is that, like, yes, there is some luck that goes into it, but also you when it's happening in bad fourth teams quarters, turn over more yeah it just it happens a bad quarterback is more likely to throw the ball to the other team than a good quarterback. generally the best teams don't turn the ball over as much yeah. like there is there there is some rhyme and reason so i you can convince yourself either way but i just love that this is a nice preseason interview to get the folks hyped up well we got a quarterback that we thought we were going to have 
He's got a famous dad, famous brother. Turns out he's not coming. Oh, yeah, and we need five other players. For at least five other positions. Man. Hilarious. It's good, clean fun. Text mm. into the show, 502-414-1450. All right, Justin, we're ready for it. You've had nearly 24 hours. What is the cliff notes, spark notes, if you will, of the Pete Thamel article? I was really hoping you read it and we're going to summarize oh, it. Said that Damn you, it, Justin. No, no, you said you were going to read it. So I did read it during the show, but I never circled back last night, so I still don't really have the greatest understanding of it. But basically, five Power 5 schools, they'll, they'll have an automatic bid. There's still going to be the conference championship game to determine who gets into the playoffs. So basically, the conference championship game now is – it's almost a bigger deal. I, I read it, Justin. Okay. That's I, good. I did too. Yeah. That's good. And you get a group of five guaranteed spot. Correct. Yeah. I love it. I love the 12 team. That is the right way to go. If you're not going to go 16, and I they're not, then go 12. 16 really would be the best. And no no more than 16. Maybe no, probably no more than 16 ever if I had it my way. 16 is a good number. You don't need, yeah, no more than 16 ever. But 12 is a good step in the right direction. And I think a lot of people think, no, 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 12 is too many. I, I, why don't we just go eight and see what we, how, how we like that? That article does a great job bringing up the point that if you if you want to go eight. You're, you're limiting you're, your at-large bids. Yeah, you're actually having fewer at-large bids than we do currently at four. And you may say, what? But in actuality, if they're going to go eight, these conferences aren't going to get bullied around by like the SEC and Notre Dame. They're going to say, we want a guaranteed spot. And I'm all right with that, to be honest with you. If you win your Power 5 conference and pretty much every other collegiate sport that I can think of, you're you're guaranteed a spot in the postseason. And this, if you're at eight teams, I know a lot of my friends disagree with me. I know a lot of people in SEC country disagree with me. But if they go eight, I'm okay with the locking in spots. But if you do that, you could technically finish – Roush, you could finish fourth or fifth. They mentioned in the article you could you could finish maybe even third, fourth or fifth, and you wouldn't you wouldn't get in. Yeah. There's a chance that a team that's ranked 24th could get in over you, and you may and you may say, well, then don't do the automatic bids. The, the automatic bids are happening. Yeah, if they yeah. expand, the automatic bids are going to happen. That's just basically a concession that we have to deal with. So if you do 12, you can do the automatic bids, Roush, and then I think you're getting a handful of the next teams that didn't win their conference that deserve to be in. That is the way to go. And I think what makes – so I've always – I've bounced back and forth with the playoff stuff because I get really just annoyed by all the playoff talk. And I feel that the more – like – the college football playoff, aside from that year one upset where Ohio State beat Alabama, the four beat the one, been very chalky. And so really, this entire charade, oh, well, I mean, like you've just given one team one more chance. It's basically playing for second place. Uh, we had the Ohio State-Clemson game this year was kind of that deal uh, before going up against Alabama. And the same thing uh, the previous year with Ohio State-Clemson, where there's – there's always been three teams that are better than everybody else. And we were all, we were just arguing for that third team in the BCS model. Well, now in the playoff, it's okay. So water's yeah. fine. Like it hasn't really made a big difference. So I think it's It's the same group. It's the same yeah, teams. It's it's so it's kind of annoyed the hell out of me, but I think if you're going to still have the way you still have value in the regular season 
by going by expanding the playoff is by giving buys out. Because I mean, we see in the NFL. Granted, it, it was a much longer regular season, sixteen games, but there'd be what maybe one team sitting guys at the end of the year. For the most part, people are playing for those seeds, those spots, those buys. Is they're going to be crucial and. The first round comes with home field advantage if you're one of the top four, if, if you're five through nine. I like that you would put playoffs on college campuses. It would make for great atmospheres, and you could still have the bowl game. So I think uh, all, all in all, the, the playoff talk does annoy me, and it does – I never bought the it's taken away from the regular season argument, and now I, I feel like I've wised up a little bit to it. But you can still have some value in it. You can still have your bowl season. The biggest thing is you just got to figuring out where the Rose Bowl and all their junk for uh, the, the Rose, Rose Bowl. bowl. Yeah. Screw, and I don't, you know. Here's my thing. Why can't, Rose Bowl should get the hell out. Why can't the college football playoff be just that? Why do we have to have the Orange Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Rose Bowl? Why do those games have to be a bowl? Because those let games, it be the college football playoff. Those games Let's, aren't going to give up their their, their stake, their money. Their, I guess. Yeah, guess they're great venues. I just too, hate the so bowl concept. I, I get that. You just need to pull it together and say, you know, you you can have theme like you can call. It, I'm all right with them calling whatever you want, but if they just pull all the money together. Then who's who's getting mad about that? Yeah, you're true. just going to roll yeah. in it. And the Rose Bowl may say, well, you know, we're worth more than the Peach Bowl, and now we're going to be getting the same money as them. Dude, it's going to be so much more money we, than what you were getting just as the Rose Bowl. <laughs> Who cares, yeah. right? We, right? We could be calling it the Orange Rose Peachy College Football Playoff. Uh, now it sounds no, like a the white Orange Rosy <laughs> Peachy Fiesta. <laughs> it's sounding like more and more like a White Claw. Uh, Twelve <laughs> is the right way to go. One makes conference playoff or conference title games. Those would be awesome because mm-hmm. it's a, you're locking in your bid. And those have been pretty boring in recent years too. And it would still maybe, maybe it, it could juice them up a little bit, but those games have been pretty big blowouts. And it would still matter. And it'd be five of them. You know, you get every mm-hmm. Power Five, which would be exciting. And then it'd be either the, the G five too. And by the way, what the G five should do, the group of five, what their plan would Flex be scheduling. would be it would be like the highest ranked group of five gets the automatic yeah. bid. But what they should do is get the two highest, make to them play, play each other. other. Yeah, because well, it probably would be teams from well, different parts. It would of the be country. Coastal Carolina BYU last year, which was that the, was. Yeah. Banana Land. Yeah. Like that was a great game. They they need to the best teams need to have some flex scheduling in there. So regular so the reason again, more reasoning why twelve is the best and Pete Thamel, as much as he's uh, a goober, kind of nailed it with this article, but a lot of it was coming from his sources too. So it seems like they're thinking in the right way. But is you one conference title games matter. So that means regular seasons matter. But the thing I love about it for Kentucky standpoint. And if it goes to 12, the more teams in, the more chances UK is going to get in. And that's why I want it to grow. And that's why, honestly, UK football fans should grow. UK's always, look, we're, we're all pretty excited about this team. And I think they should, without a doubt, be a top 25 team. But they're not. And generally, Kentucky doesn't get a lot of respect. The reason I like 12 is a loss isn't going to kill you. You're yeah. still going to have a chance. You can lose one game. You mm-hmm. can maybe even lose two games. Yep. Especially in the SEC because yeah. they're going to get three teams in this 12-team playoff. So it allows for a little more flexibility for a team that maybe gets punished for losses a little bit more than some of your blue bloods uh, in, in college football. So I like that. I'm in for it. It makes the regular season still really exciting. It makes conference championship week absolutely huge. And then you get more 
playoff teams and more playoff games, I, I don't really see any of the downsides. I hate the four-team setup. I think it's absolutely nightmarish. Only 11 teams have made the college football playoffs since its uh, start in 2014. Yeah, Only 11 teams have, and five of those teams – one, two, three, four. Actually, four yeah, of those so teams. So four of them have 20 appearances. The rest of the college football, FBS, have eight. And uh, Notre Dame's the only team that's been more than once after those four. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Okay. And they're dominant football programs, and they deserve to be there. And guess what? They'll still be able to be there. That nothing's yeah. cha- They're getting more chances to get in, too. That's fine. But I think we've had more fun when we've had some outsiders in there. Like LSU – Winning was kind of cool, and that's LSU. Yeah, and that's a huge program. But it was like, hey, somebody different from the SEC. Right, right, Look at right. this. This is neat. Uh, you know, Clemson's had a stranglehold on the ACC ever since Florida State's short reign. Because TJ, you make the good point that the, the, the have like Nick Saban's still going to win college football playoffs if there's 12 teams in it. Now this would be three years from now. I know he signed an extension until he was like 77 or something like that. But you at least have the facade of. Ec- ec- of being equitable. Like, hey, this team at least has a chance. We're like Texas A&M this year. Uh, you know, they, they were they were the odd man left out. Maybe they could have beaten uh, a, a Notre Dame. Or, you know, like you're giving teams a, at least a shot to, to prove themselves. And, you know, that first year, Ohio State beats Alabama in the opening game. And you're like, okay, well, this is – this is going to be fun. You're going to see more like this, and we just haven't yet. I think you would see more of it in this model. But uh, this wouldn't happen for at least three years, and they haven't even presented this to the meeting, to the, to the management group yet. That's happening in mid-July. And then from there, that's when they got to start working. They kind of got to agree to something and then start working with TV execs and whatnot. So. Is, isn't this kind of the millennial mindset, whereas – Nobody can get over the hump of the first four teams, so let's expand and give everybody a shot. It's, I mean, it's it, it is it's kind of it is kind of ridiculous, and we all knew that the college football playoff was going to expand. Eventually. I think four teams was dumb from the get go, but again, it's it's kind of like you know with pot, Justin. It, it's we're not going to dive in head first with recreational marijuana. You have to do the song and dance of well, let's just do medicinal. Let's get that. You know, you take yeah. your baby steps. So the BCS and the money and the all that stuff, they were so that's why it took so long to even get a playoff to begin with because mm-hmm. they were all getting rich. They didn't care what the well, consumer wanted, but finally the consumer won out. So it was all right. We got to keep these bulls happy. We'll go four. We'll go four, and we'll see how it goes. Well, now it's been seven years, and people are seeing the TV revenue of those games, and they're like, maybe more ain't a bad idea. Maybe we do do a little bit more now. So I I get your point. I don't think it's accurate. Just think about this, guys. It's been just over 20 years, I think 25 years, since we had AP poll voters just vote for whoever won the championship. That was how college football selected its champion. Yeah. It's stupid. Really And for the longest time, they would even do it before bowl games. So, like, Kentucky, the year that they beat Oklahoma in the uh, Cotton Bowl, I believe it was. It was either the Cotton Bowl or the Peach Bowl or – no, Sugar Bowl. Sorry. They beat Oklahoma in the Mm -hmm. Sugar Bowl. That was the national championship team they beat. Yeah. But they lost. Like, college football has done a stupid way of crowning their national champions forever. And it took them – 80, like a, I'm not going to count the first ones, but it basically took 100 years just for them to finally get away of like, all right, 
here's at least a system to have a game that decides the champion. And now we're going to at least make it multiple games to decide. And this makes it at least the most, um, like if you were a kid outside trying to decide a champion of who's the king of football, this is what you would come up with. If you're still not sold on 12 teams, didn't you enjoy the NFL playoffs for, you know, like 20 years? Didn't what wasn't that fun? Like, didn't you still love Wild Card Weekend? And then the divisional round was great. And then Championship Sunday. Oh my gosh, it didn't get better than that. Man, NFL like, playoffs are great. And NFL has now expanded where they've added teams, and I I really wish they didn't because it makes for I a still, great. I still think the one buy is still too big of an advantage, but of course the Packers didn't do anything with it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, they got to the, the Wild Card Weekend game, was but, great though because you had three games. Yeah, I sure, but like if you're still against the twelve teams in college football, didn't you love? Don't you haven't you loved NFL's playoff format? That's what that's what college football is doing, and I think that's smart mm-hmm. and it's great. And they really should get to sixteen. You may say, well, NFL, you don't want NFL. There's I don't want half the league. I want the regular season. If they're expanding regular season games, I'm going to want those games to continue to mean something. Do you, anticip- you can expand to sixteen in college football, and it, the regular season still means something because you have 140 teams or 30 teams. Do you anticipate it eventually going to sixteen? Yeah. Then why why are we wasting this BS time with twelve? Well, that, it's that, it's kind of like the concept of four. Why if we were wanting to expand all along, why in the hell would we start see, with four? I don't th- I don't think that it's uh, sixteen would be years and years from now. I think I, I think it will be there, and I agree with you to some extent. Let's just go ahead and do it. Yeah. I'm all for it, but I ain't gonna complain about that because I just I'll take the twelve. Sure, uh, I don't want the eight. The eight is that logic applies to people like let's just go to eight. Eight, it's not going to be eight, what you, you think get, it is. You get Pac-12 teams in there, and it's just like God. Why are we have to watch eight, this the fir- garbage? The first round will probably be trash. And guess what? If you go twelve in the first round, trash, then that's great because you're weeding out the trash teams, and then you'll have the at least with the buys, you're not getting Alabama just curb stomping Boise in, in the first round. You know what I mean? Like you could at least have some some good competitive games on home fields then. Yeah, let's so. go to a break. We'll come back. We'll get into the text line. There's a lot, and we just haven't even done it. Uh, we're looking mm. for partners for Friday. Yep. Join oh, us. And suck it, Bob Baffert. Is there something there? Yep. Suck wow. it. Wow, I just wanted you to have just that be it. Just a <laughs> good old suck it, and we get out of here. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. You're going to stand there owning a fireworks stand and tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes, no spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, hoosker doos, hoosker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser? Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Roll Radio. Roll Call. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on the Big X. All this rain, perfect time to get out to Bobby Cook Golf Academy where the weather is always 68 and beautiful. That's right, virtual golf simulators. He's got three of them. You can use one, two, as many as you need. Call 812-913-4415 for your business outing or work get together. Don't 
I don't feel like you got to stress about if the weather is going to be nice. That's exactly what we're doing here on Friday. But if we just got the gang on over to Bobby Cook, we could do the scramble there. Probably would take a little longer, but not much longer because it's basically like you're playing a real round of golf on those bad boys. I think the thing that would make it complicated is just having the program to play the best ball. Yes. Because when you're playing well, with not your the best fr- ball, I, I got to call it. We, we need, All right, I'm g- we got, we got, we got to, because I, that's the only way we're going to ever have people learn. Best ball is not what we're playing. We're playing scramble. I know, but you play the best shot in a scramble. But best ball is a different name of golf. I know, I know. <laughs> Damn it, Terry, we you're just, just got, being, we, you're being nitpicky I'm not, now, not Terry. Being nitpicky. We're back to Matt on the radio no, today. We, we just, back to segment one. <laughs> we just need to get everybody on the same <laughs> but page. But I think the because when you're playing just your own ball in those machines, you can burn through eighteen with. Oh yeah. We did. We did three. Three guys did eighteen in two hours. Yeah, burning and turning. It's it's a lot of fun. Those simulators pretty amazing. So I wouldn't be shocked if they had a way to figure it out. And Bobby Cook's a pretty amazing golf lesson teacher. We've had several listeners go. They all swear by him. You will as well. Go to BobbyCookGolfAcademy.com to learn more or call 812-913-4415. I'm sorry, Roush. I just, we got to. We, got, we don't got to do anything. We, we got to. We got to get everybody on the same page. Best ball is the best score. Right. And you're playing Scramble is, you're right, the best shot. Yes. And you go and you do that and you do that whole thing. It is it's very just, confusing. Yeah, they shouldn't have play. a game called best ball. I wish I could go to big golf and make them change it, but I can't. <laughs> best ball is fun, though. Or alternate shot's fun, too. Alternate you, shot is Because then the pressure just, like, really picks up, you know? Yeah, what if there's a chance that, like, you know, we end up having this weird assortment of teams and we're just like, hey, you know what? We're going to do two-on-two alternate shot. But then there's probably going to be some bad, you know. Oh, we, yeah, We yeah. couldn't do it. Yeah, but I, alternate suck, shot, I suck way too much for that. Professionals do an alternate shot really fun because, you know, they kind of like, and there's oh, always, I would have hit that one better. Oh, like if Patrick Reed <laughs> screws up, mm-hmm. you're just like, you son of a. Oh, man, if we could get Bryson and Brooksy or Kepka and Brooksy. Well, but think about <laughs> Brooks and Brooksy. <laughs> <laughs> but think about how, like, competitive they would be. That like I think that they would be an awesome team, right? If they're having to play the alternate shot, because they'll be damned if they're the worst shot on that hole. I mean, yeah, obviously, if you're the captain of the Ryder Cup, you're not going to do that to them. But correct, man, it could be a fun. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. All right, should we get to this text line? Let's get to it. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. A texture says, "Uh, Terry, our offense was horrendous last year. Not just pedestrian, definitely cost us more than one game." Maybe pedestrian was generous because there was times it was not good, but it was good enough for Kentucky to win plenty of games as well. Yeah, Chris Rodriguez was pretty good running back. I think the problem was they just didn't give their best player the ball enough. Well, yeah, that was uh, one problem. They, they 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 had they had plenty, but like so. Let's see. Let's look at the schedule real quick. Um, the offense. Did the offense cost Kentucky the Auburn game? Well, the refs kind of didn't help there. Uh, It didn't cost Kentucky the Ole Miss game. It didn't help the Mississippi State game, but you won that one, so we'll just ignore it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It didn't really do anything in the Tennessee game, but it didn't matter, so we'll ignore it. I think it cost Kentucky the Missouri game. You're just begging for that. I think it cost Kentucky the Georgia game. The defense played their their butt off. 14 points, 14-3, I think? Yeah, the Vandy game, you put up 38, you won. You probably Mm should have put up more. Uh, you lost by 60 to Alabama, so we're going to throw that one out. I do think I'll throw in the Florida game just because, like, they were begging for that game to kind of be competitive, right? Yeah, right before yeah. half, and you, you had your chances. So, three. 
I'll say it costs Kentucky three games, which in a 10-game schedule, you're right, Texter, pretty significant. I will admit that I, my phrasing was wrong. Sorry. Cincy St. X for East G, not Lou. Oh, Ooh, it's by the way. Cincy St. X can suck it. Louisville St. X can suck it, too. Uh, they Trinity, got rocked last night. Trinity's going to beat the brakes off to sales. Don't oh, worry about it, buddy. To sales, region champs. Trinity Best beat St. X in the seventh ever. region, three to two. I hadn't realized neither St. X, like the last time St. X or Trinity didn't win the seventh region in baseball. 2015. Crazy. <laughs> it's a long time ago. I'm dominating. Yeah. So uh, congrats to Trinity. They're really good. Now they'll play DeSales in the semi-state, and that will be a tough one for your Colts. Is that how it works? I... Yeah, they do these little semi-states. So they make the teams from the biggest city cannibalize each other before actually going to the state tournament. I mean, technically, that's what the seventh region is just to begin with. But, yes, they make them do it again with the sixth region. Well, but, like, especially back when PRP and Butler were rocking when we were kids, you're just – Yeah, I don't know how new this is, but I, it is not brand new, I don't think. And I know uh, – so I, I guess it's a, it's an elite eight of sorts at the state tournament. And they used to play that at the Legends Ballpark, Whitaker Bank or whatever. Yeah, I don't know where they play it now. Well, go Colts. And this is a two out of three in the semi-state, right? Or is it just one game? I think it's just one game. Jeez, no pressure. <laughs> hey, but first regional title for the Colts since 03. So. Yeah, St. X got up 2-0 and then three unanswered by the Rocks. And that mm. was uh, all she wrote. Man, high school baseball games, that was a lot of fun. I didn't because go they to always happened. It was always after the school year ended. So it was, everything was a little bit lighter, you know? St. Uh, X and PRP, They, I remember, like, you know, they would – They'd reach out or email us and about incidents and, you know, student sections. I was like, I never was at one of those games, but supposedly it got pretty rowdy. It kind of sucked being a baseball player and having to go through that at the end of the year. Yeah, where school's out. Yeah, it's like, still, yeah, everyone else is going to their awesome. vacations and swimming and not still have to play oh, baseball and go to practice. That's true. And yeah. It was, sucked. I it think was, it, I, my logic was, like, it'd be nice to just be able to – Focus on your sport instead of like I got to do this stupid little essay. Now nah, you're you're as done with baseball as you are school at that point. <laughs> you're just ready to get in a pool. Unless and... you're really good. Typically these games are. It's Memorial Day weekend is yeah. usually when the regional tournament happens. And uh, when I was in school, Coach Mack had been there for like you know he was one of those guys who had coached the school for like 25 years. And in his last game, the writing was kind of on the wall. The ump made a call where we didn't score a run. It was like, oh, gosh, you don't get that. You're, it's going to be tough to win. And to, to see him go out there and throw his cap on backwards and, like, get up in the ump's face and chew him out, getting tossed in your last game, that's how you go down if you're a baseball manager. <laughs> Got to get ejected. You're either winning it all or you're getting ejected. No in between. Justin was just counting down the days till cross-country season started. That's right. <laughs> Much easier. Happy Tuesday, guys. Come on down to South Georgia where football recruits are bountiful. Two things. Has anyone made the connection between that freak ninth grader, Justice Terry, that went viral a couple of weeks ago back, and former Kentucky D lineman Quay Mahone? Both are from Manchester, Georgia, which is right up the road from Columbus. Oh, wow. You're really doing some, some, some connecting the dots there. Second thing, if Caldwell does decommit as expected, another one of my former students, J.Q. Hardaway, now plays at Central High School across the river, would be a great replacement. He's a high three-star in the recruiting services and gives me big Chris Westry vibes, mainly because his long arms. Have a great day, guys. I, I think with Hardaway, because I know I think his name's like John Quarius, or uh, that's how he spelled in the Rivals sites or whatever. I think in Hardaway's case, there is a sort of, uh, uh, are we gonna, are we, are we going to take this guy or not? I, I know that's a question for the staff and, 
it could come down to uh, in years past prior to the portal they're probably more eager to take somebody like that but I don't know if that's the case any longer where they're like well we can save this scholarship maybe for a kid in the portal if we're that desperate for a cornerback so I I, I I don't know, and I also think that Cincinnati, uh, I'm pretty sure they're a little bit hotter on him, so I have a feeling he would be more likely to to be a Bearcat. Interesting. Yeah. I like this texture, though. Keep putting a good word in for UK down there. Yeah. South Georgia, a lot of good football recruits. A lot of good football recruits. Uh, another texture says, met a current player on the football team the other day. Won't, win- won't mention his name out of respect of him, but here's what I got. Oh. He said he's hoping Joey gets the job. Said he really has improved a lot in the offseason. Also said Levis is right there too. Said he came in ready and has a heck of an arm. I got the vibe that some of the guys are close with Joey. Want to see him get a real shot. But that smart money is probably on Levis. No mention of Bo whatsoever. Said the offense should be considerably better. They feel like they can do big things this year. They know the Florida LSU Georgia stretch is tough, but they're excited for it. Feel like they have a good shot. Not really a big scoop, but I'm no Nick Roush when it comes to asking the hard-hitting fence-style questions. Boom roasted. Yeah, boom roasted. And I think to your point, Texter, especially this spring when it was either Allen or Gatewood, Allen's just a younger guy who doesn't have, I mean, I'm not going to say he doesn't have the locker room because that feels like that people don't like him or something like that. But Joey's just been there, done that, and he's a little bit closer with the guys who are a little bit older. Uh, He's a little bit more of an affable personality. So, of course, you could understand why some guys would want to cheer for him. I mean, they don't even know Levis Jeans. You know? So, uh, I get it. Uh, That's a nice scoop there, Texter. Yeah. Texter's coming in big today. Appreciate really, it. Really? Really nice scoop. like it. Who's the player? It was like, Wandale Robinson. Yeah, Bo Allen stonks as low as they've ever been during his time at UK. Man, that's what you get for having Nick Roush buy him early. You buy the dip or no? I bought him really high. I bought the Bow Island Stonks when they were at the highest. I'm basically the dude who invested in Bitcoin a month ago. <laughs> I'll I'll put a dollar on that. I'll buy. I'll buy a little bit. I think Bow Island. I just I, I just think far, someday. Further down the road. He's yeah. young. Yeah. Stick it through. See it through. See what happens. Texter says, suck it, TJ. Rocks win. My nephew plays second base for Trinity. They've had an unbelievable year. Sorry, they were like top they were ranked in the top twenty five nationally. A perfect game. Pretty good. They're really good, and you know, Mail gave them a test. They, they and Mail's a good team. They they won some pressure games and put them all away when kind of those those teams would make some last desperation. Burying a team and ending a team season difficult, challenging to do. Mm-hmm. It takes a special team to be able to do it without really any slip ups. And again, down two zero, I think middle of that game, maybe fifth inning, whenever it was, and or maybe four. No, they tied it up earlier, but uh, just. Closed out some good teams, so congrats to Trinity. About time you all had some athletic success. Long overdue. Uh-huh. Had to be a nightmare of a uh, of a drought. A long nightmare, national nightmare is over. Hey, but Beatty's out. Football. Tides are turning, baby. <laughs> Tides are turning, and they know it. They're scared in St. Matthews. TJ, you're, start, you're starting a junior, a fifth-year senior, a fifth-year senior. You haven't had that since Tubby Days, not even Gillespie had that. To be fair, TJ, Billy wasn't there long enough to have an upper class. To be fair, to be fair. Actually, that Billy's first-year team with Ramel and Joe, Patterson was a freshman. He got plenty of playing time. But that team had a lot of veteran juice on it. I'm trying to think, was Bobby Perry the other starter? Yeah, right? I don't know. But, I mean, another old guy. 
Man. So, so Kellen Grady's made it in. He he was in the pictures yesterday when they were at the um, center out in South Oldham doing a little bit of charity work. They'll be out there for a camp tomorrow. Uh, they'll be back. I don't know why they just didn't double dip on the same day. But nevertheless, uh, Grady is in. Still haven't seen Oscar Shebway, but I think – he was. He went home. That he's in Africa. Correct? Yeah, yeah. So he'll be a little bit later to arrive. But I mean, it's not like he's a stranger to most of these guys. I mean, he was on campus for the spring semester. So. Gosh, that UK team. So <laughs> such such a ginormous roster. Everybody remember old Kerry Benson on that team? Yeah, Adam Delf. He was on that roster, right? Dusty Mills. Oh, Dusty Mills. Matt Shurbinski. Shurbinski. Yeah. Derek Jasper. I was, I was a Derek Jasper supporter, and I'm not yeah. afraid to admit it. I was, too. I was a little disappointed I think, injury, I think injuries never really did much for that dude, but he played hard, was a smart player. I remember my dad always liked Jasper. He's Jasper kind of defied. Like, he just didn't do – he he wasn't going to go win you games. But he wasn't going to cost you games. Oh, gosh. Thank goodness we're not dealing with that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Imagine – Imagine that. I love like, just getting into a season pumped, like overly optimistic. And yeah, maybe we're maybe we'll end up disappointed, but at least we've got some hope. <laughs> we don't have to try to convince ourselves about Derek Jasper anymore. Tyler Hero's pull up game has been lacking now, who his pull out game suffering too. <laughs> Zing. Got him. <laughs> what do we got next? Speaking of wild cars, going to Daytona Beach for spring break the same week as Bike Week. Absolutely terrible. South Park does a great episode on loud bikes. Yeah, Bike Week is huge down there, and I can't imagine a place in the world I would rather be less. Seriously. Yeah. It's not bad. I was down in Daytona for a Bike Week or two. I, I knew Justin. Was yeah. Gonna... It, it's not all that bad. You know, and what's good about it? I, I mean, there, there's people everywhere. Any bar you go into, there's all there's gonna be somebody to talk to. Uh, again, what's good about? But it? but are they? Hey, you got to be in a social mood. That's true, and you also have to be with like if I went with a certain few of my friends, they would inevitably just get in a fight, mouthing off to somebody there, and I would not because I would not be picking fights with. That players. is not the type of guys but, you want to be fighting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not the type of guys you want to be mouthing off to. No, it's fun. It just gives the it gives Daytona a good buzz about it. <laughs> Not a whole lot else going on in Daytona. Texture says, TJ says, you talking about the rock climbing documentary? Then Roush says, yes, it's called Up in the Air, which is actually a George Clooney movie that has nothing to do with rock climbing. I'm thinking of on... <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Oh. I didn't realize he was talking about... Oh. I was thinking of the movie On a Wire, which was... Yeah, right? No. Life on a Wire? Goodness gracious. But it was like a documentary of one of the Linda's, and they made a movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like a fictionalized of him, you know, tight roping up in New York City on skyscrapers, and it just looked terrifying. Man on a Wire. I was talking about Free Solo. Yeah, yeah. Which? Completely different. Funny name. Texter says, John here, good morning to all. Tell me, does Denver have a chance tonight, or does the Suns just run away with this one again? Okay, who would you rather hang out with, Alf or the scary leprechaun dude, and he would not hurt you? I would hang out with Alf. Well, got to go talk to you later. Scary leprechaun dude, obviously. Who's scary leprechaun Who the hell dude? is the scary leprechaun from, dude? From, from, the, from the horror, horror leprechaun? movie Leprechaun. Yeah, 
And he's a pretty scary. I mean, I think John described him pretty well. I'd, I'd rather if he's not going to hurt me and he's being cool. I would much then rather. I would rather. I'd like to hear a story. See I, the leprechaun where they everybody see the leprechaun say yeah. Well, that was just a two D. I mean, the, the mobile be, leprechaun. Yeah, I think Alf would be more fun. He seems more chill. Never seen Alf. Not I don't know that I've ever seen it either, but if you if you, well you know what he looks like, right? Yeah, and I okay. love Muppets, so yeah, yeah give me Muppets. All Alf day. definitely enjoys the Devil's Lettuce. <laughs> no question. What was this clip you sent in, TJ? Oh, oh, this is we got to get. Oh, yeah, we don't have time for it today, right? No, you, we yeah. do. Okay, this is the it's pretty pretty heated topic right now. Really? Uh, uh, it's on. baseball though. So like, another texter says things were so bad during the Billy G. I Facebook Derek Jasper trying to convince him to stay. Why well, still clowns me for it? And obviously it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that that Facebook was a different time back then though. That was yeah. like it wasn't like it was now. Very so you know early what? Facebook. Tell it well. Oh, never mind. I was going to say tell your wife something that we say often on the show. But uh, we've gotten in trouble with wives on the show lately, so. Oh, we, we you remember? mean you have? Well, no, Shay's wife said that oh. we're not her favorite radio show anymore. So, not good. Uh, another texter says, please tell me you all have seen this. Can you just say rent living, rent-free living? I can't mm-hmm. believe Clink left Kentucky for this trash program. Suck it. All of hardball, and it's the picture in Michigan's locker room. What are you doing to beat Ohio State today? Yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. But, like, Michigan so far, I mean, if you're Michigan, just probably best just to ignore that your rival is with Ohio State till you beat them again. Yeah. And then you go crazy. Live in the shadows where you belong because it is a, such a one-sided. All right, anyways, this is uh, Garrett, Cole. Garrett Cole, Yankees pitcher, asked if he's ever used sticky, basically, what, tar yeah, on the hat? Stick em, yeah, yeah. That's that's a huge gives, issue in baseball. Gives right the now. worst answer of all time. We're not going to play the whole answer, but we'll just let them drown in it. It was pretty funny. Here it is. I don't. I don't know. I I, I don't know if. Uh, I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to answer that. To be honest. Um, huh? You think? It'd be a no. I mean, <laughs> there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players to younger players from the last generation of players so, yes. to this generation of players. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, I think there are some things that are certainly out of bounds in that regard. And, and, uh, I've stood pretty, stood pretty firm in, in terms of that, uh, in terms of the communication between our peers and whatnot. Um, you know, and, and I, again, like I mentioned earlier, there's, you know, this is important to a lot of people that love the game, and this is including, including the players in this room, including fans, Jeez. including so, yeah, you know, just teams, and so horrible. Man, those kind of that, those si- silences too. Uh, Why not just be like, yeah? I mean, if they can't prove it, then who cares? Yeah. Just be like, yeah, I've used it before. Next question. <laughs> Long time ago, I did. Yeah. That's the thing. They can prove it. I was reading an article not too long ago about this. Actually, it was like last week. They were saying 80 or even 90% of Major League Baseball pitchers are using some sort of sticky adhesive on their hands when it comes to throwing the baseball. Why don't they just like let baseball players do whatever they why want? Don't they just Steroids. Ta- why don't yeah. they just address it? I don't understand. Like This has been going on in the Major Leagues for years now, and it's so frowned upon that they changed the baseball for this year. But we don't want to do anything to address it. 
What? What? Doesn't make any sense. I mean, just imagine if like pitchers were allowed to do what they wanted on their hats, and then they were going up just against huge, juiced-out dudes, looking like if if I just touch that ball, it is out of this park. Most likely, I'm going to strike out. But if I just get my bat on that, it's out of here. Oh, good stuff. Suck it, Yankees. You'll stink. All right, this is KRC. Anything else, Rush? Yeah, Texas, you want to play golf? 502-414-1450. going to be a lot of fun. we got some prizes. Got a lot of good stuff. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll see you on Thursday. And I love become a few.